that there was this negative like fear that women had living here in Atlanta, which was like, oh, there's just a disproportionate ratio of women compared to men out here in Atlanta. So there were more women than there were men. Now, for some reason, every woman would use this logic to explain why they weren't in a relationship or to explain why they were single and why things couldn't work out. They would say, well, men have more options. Women are more limited. You know, there are a lot of attractive people out here. There are, there are attractive women out here. There are attractive men out here in Atlanta. I will say that. Atlanta is full of beautiful people. I will say that. Okay? But, you know, I don't think that we should feed into those types of fears. Now, for me, I remember my friend telling me and, you know, the number of this people is this and the ratio is this and it's so hard and how, how will I ever find somebody and how will I ever this and how will I ever that? Now, I do not live in fear. Okay, I do not care what the statistics are. I was not going to allow statistics. I was not going to allow people's opinions. I was not going to allow society, okay, to tell me or to determine what my future was going to be. Now, when you hear that coming from a different city down to Atlanta, it's almost like you feel like people are trying to, to instill fear, like, like, oh my God, like if that's the case, like, why am I here? I'm never gonna find my husband. I'm never gonna, guys, stop it. You know, don't get me wrong. I get that statistics are important. I get that numbers are important because it tells us the likelihood or what the chances are. And maybe the chances are slim. Maybe the chances are this. Maybe the chances are that. But, but I don't walk by sight. I walk by faith. Okay, so I just have faith. I was like, I don't care what anybody got to say about how many men and how many women living in Atlanta. Like, if it's meant for me to be here, that person will come to me. And show enough, they did. All right. <laughs> but anyway, that was just me. Like, I just was like, I really don't care. You know, if you want to live in fear, you go ahead and live in fear. I'm not. You know, my whole life has really been just about stepping out on faith. Now, don't get me wrong. You know, I still have my ups and downs. The work never stops just because you're in a relationship. You still have to work on yourself. You cannot expect for somebody to come into your life and you ain't even ready yet. You know, you're still holding on to anger. You're still holding on to bitterness. Everybody is a work in progress. But if you are single, I would say use this time very wisely to do all of the things you ever wanted to do. How, now, how do you meet people, bachelors or whatever you want to call it in Atlanta? Well, there are so many networking events. There are young professional mixers, happy hours, different events maybe pertaining to an industry that you're in or a field that you're in. Look it up, you'll find it. There are festivals going on in the summertime, so many concerts. The nightlife here is pretty good. And even just like organizations and churches and just so many things that the city has to offer and parks and recreational centers and just you go out and you will meet people. You know, if you're social, if you're outspoken, if you love to connect, people even use dating apps, you know? So that's another way that people are able to meet others, you know, through dating apps. Now, I've never used a dating app, but Instagram, I feel like it's turning into one, if you ask me. Okay, because I've met people on Instagram and I think it's a cool way to connect. Now, you have to be smart, okay, you guys? You cannot be, you know, you gotta be intelligent in this day and age. You can't be getting catfished out here. I'm tiptoeing into the pond of available men here in Atlanta and I dip my foot in and I'm like, oh child, <laughs> dip your foot back out. Dip your foot back out, honey. Happy 
y'all this video is just actually gonna be real quick kind of like an update i'm actually freestyling this i'm about to head to a day party but i wanted to just check because i had some things on my mind for those of you who are tuning in for the first time my name is tynesha renee you are now watching tynesha talks which is my platform to keep it real raw and transparent today i'm just gonna be spilling some tea so <laughs> let's get into it i wanted to give you guys an update on what my experience in atlanta has been like so far i made a video that's linked at the top wait no no I made a video that's linked at the top that talks about my process of relocating to Atlanta. Haven't really talked about my actual experiences in Atlanta because I wanted to give myself time to adjust. I am now almost at one year, it'll be one year in August that I have been here. Time has literally flown. I feel like I'm really vibing with it. Like I'm finally getting out, meeting people, getting out of my comfort zone. I've been networking with people. So that's been really, really cool. It's always something to do here. People here are super driven. People are about their money. It's very, very motivating. So I love those things about Atlanta. But <laughs> we ain't talk about that today. Today, we gonna talk about what it's like to actually date in Atlanta because child, the dating scene here is like, it, it's a bit interesting, it's interesting. <laughs> I had a YouTube video that talked about my abstinence journey. It talked about how I was taking a break from sex and also dating. And now I feel like I'm getting to the point where I'm ready to entertain someone. I'm tiptoeing into the pond of available men here in Atlanta and I dip my foot in and I'm like, whoa child, <laughs> dip your foot back out. Dip your foot back out, honey. Here's what I think is going on in Atlanta with Dan. And you guys have probably heard people say a lot, the women outnumber the men. I don't really know like what the numbers are now, but from what I can see, that's very much true. So the men have like this surplus of women to choose from. And they're not like your average women. They're um, actresses, they might be models. You got your natural beauties. You got your enhanced beauties, like the fashionable models here. So it's a mix of everything. So the men are just having a field day to pick whoever they want. But the women here, like they're so, um, I'm just gonna say aggressive. They don't care if a dude is talking to a girl, they see what they want, they're gonna get it, right? This very interesting dynamic, it's a lot of competition I see um, for men between women. If you not really like that, if you're used to being like laid back and letting people approach you, it's gonna be like, mm, the dating scene is a little bit funny. I feel like I'm like that. I'm not really about to be fighting with you, you and you over anybody like, all right, you want somebody else, ta-ta. Nice to know you, see you when you're free. Like, that's it. I haven't actually gone out on dates with people yet. It's more so the beginning phases before you get to that point. So just talking, getting to know them. I actually did go out one day when I first moved out here and it was this guy. I met him in Walmart. He was tall. He used to play basketball. So I love tall men. That was the first thing that made me attracted to him. And he had a nice smile. So I'm like, all right, you know, I can entertain this dude. So he asked me out on a date and with me, when someone asks me out on a date, I like to see that they're putting an effort. This guy, long story short, takes me out on a date to Applebee's. Now, you know what? I feel like my perspective on things like this have changed. In the past, I would be like, you know what? I don't really care. A date is wherever someone wants to take you. And I do still feel like that. But I feel like he could have done something more. Like for a first date, 
I don't know if Applebee's is the place that you would really take somebody. Like, maybe take me out to the park. We could go walking. We could go to um, have a little picnic. We could do something just fun out of the ordinary. And you'll probably spend the same amount of money as you would have at Applebee's, maybe even less. So it's not even about the cost of it. It's about the thought. So obviously, this dude didn't put the thought in. <sighs> we go to Applebee's. I get all cute. I'm dressed up for our date. He comes in and he's like acting very awkward. Ends up telling me that he smoked before our date. He was super high. And so he's just like on his own little vibe. It's like pulling teeth, trying to get him to talk. I was just turned off. But whatever, that was the first date. He tried to ask me out um, again. And it was more of this situation like, oh, you come pull up to the crib. Pull up to the crib and come see me. Skirt! We're not pulling up to anybody's crap. We're not pulling up to anybody's crap. We're not pulling up to anybody's crap. I'm so over the pull up to the crib type of dude. Got into a relationship and he asked me to stop working. I stopped working. I stopped working all my jobs. We moved together. You know, he was making all the money. And at the time I was young, I didn't realize I was giving him control and power by stopping, you know, my own income. So when he started cheating and stuff. What's up? It's Lip Service. I'm Angela Yee. <laughs> I'm Katie McGuire. I'm Jasmine Brand. And Rennie Ritchie is here with us for the first time ever. Hey. Hey, Rennie. Hey, y'all. Are you in the bathroom? <laughs> it looked like it. I am because my kids are and my nephews, like, you know, Christmas was just here. So everybody is around here playing with toys and being loud. I was like, let me try and hide. Okay. That's like the mom's ultimate hiding place, I feel like sometimes, being in the bathroom. The bathroom. Only quiet space you get. No, but it, I got a little girl. She's 10, too. So now it's like the bathroom is not even my hiding space no more because even when, if I'm doing my makeup, she in here with me. Like, if I'm using the bathroom, she in here with me. <laughs> wow. So you've been locked in, huh? Yeah. I'm enjoying it, though. All right. Well, that's good. Oh, that's good. You've been doing a lot. But... This is definitely a first for our, our Zoom episodes to have somebody in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> She's the first. <laughs> you know what? Is it echoing? You, no. Toilet talk. You okay. can tell a lot about a person by their bathroom, too. When you go to that, they always say in restaurants, you could tell how clean a restaurant is by the bathroom, and you could tell a lot about a person. Like, have you ever dated somebody and their bathroom was nasty? Yep. I nasty can't stand a nasty bathroom or like the bottom of the toilet. Ew. <laughs> I can't stand it. I remember I dated this guy and he had like um, three roommates. This is when I was uh, fresh out of college. Mm -hmm. And when I tell you that was the most disgusting bathroom, I was like, I don't even want to go in here and pee. It was so nasty. <laughs> gross. I couldn't take a shower there or nothing. I was I actually stopped going there and stopped because no, the shower is disgusting. Like showers are, uh, I don't like bar soap with hair on it. I don't like when the back of the toilet is dusty. Yeah. Uh -uh. <laughs> It's, or or you like no men don't really clean up so it'd be hair from like ten bitches ago on the floor. <laughs> definitely, I've definitely seen yeah, other women. I definitely have seen other women's hair in guys' bathroom. I dealt with like because they don't clean up. I, I, I supposed to. That's how you find out if a guy is cheating. You look at his bathroom because they don't clean it. Like it looks like the girl had brushed her weave and then like then took all the hair out of the um, and just threw it on the floor. And put it in, in the toilet and it was like a glob of hair in the toilet. Oh, um, I mean not the toilet in the trash can. Trash can. And I'm like, why she uh -uh. just like put it down the toilet? That's why I was going to say. See, he, I don't, I don't know about his type of woman either because any woman that don't flush her hair down the toilet, so I'm ain't right. <laughs> Uh, well, if you see a pink hair somewhere, you know. It's this bitch right here. <laughs> <laughs> 
so listen, Renny, I know um, relationship-wise, because we've heard you talk about guys on your songs and everything, and, you know, you a solid chick, and we all know that. But what's the worst way you caught a guy cheating on you? Um, this actually just happened, like, literally two weeks ago. Um, me and my, we've been on and off for, like, going on five years now or whatever, and I just kind of had a feeling. Like, you know how when you've been with somebody so long, they have patterns and you know how they move or whatever. So um, the season is getting back in. So they had started their two-a-day workouts or whatever. And he was like, I'm about to get ready to go to sleep. Mind you, I just left from down there like three days ago. He's like, I'm about to get ready to go to sleep. You know, we had two-a-day. I'm tired today. It's 7 o'clock. I know you. Like, you don't need, you don't go to sleep at all, bro. Like, <laughs> So um, I'm like, nah, something funny. So he's like, no, nah, you just want to pick an argument. You want to pick an argument. Now, I, I know this is what you do. You deflect when it's, when you're trying to get off the phone, you pick something to be like, all right, I, got, I ain't got to talk to her for the rest of the night. Let me pick an argument. I'm like, it's a bitch down there. So he sends a whole video. Like, it's not a bitch down here, blah, blah, blah. Never answers the phone. Act like he's going to sleep. I FaceTime and then he accidentally picked one up. He's sitting in the bathroom up. But you're supposed to be asleep. It's like four hours ago. You said you was going to sleep. So I book a flight. I get on a red eye and I go to the new orleans <laughs> okay um i pop up at the hotel and i get a key to the room and i only have to use the key because as soon as i get to the floor the housekeeping is cleaning the room up and i walk in and the bitch is in the room damn oh, shit. now back up a second how did you get the key yeah that's what i was wondering right see what happened once i told them <laughs> this was my fiance and they i had been there like a few times already like they know we together or whatever so I'm like, I lost my key. I had my old key with me or whatever, but I'm sure the room's got rekeyed, whatever. If I have my old key, I'm like, can you just rekey my room? And they just gave me a new key. So what did you say when you when you came in there? Um, I asked her what her name was and I was like, you know, he didn't tell you he had a girlfriend and she was like, no. And you know, thank God for, you know, growth because the old me would have just hit the bitch. Right. Like, but like I'm older and I, you know, I'm a little more mature and I, I'm learn, learning to be a logical thinker. So I'm like, she did what any woman would. She ain't wrong. She don't owe me nothing. So we just sit in there talking or whatever. And I'm, I'm like, I should like fuck this whole room up. I should fuck this room up. I should wait for him to get out of practice. And I'm like, no, both of us gonna be in jail. So I don't do that. <laughs> but I just talk to her and I leave. I fuck his PlayStation 5 up. I take some shit. <laughs> I know he give a fuck about. And I just leave and I don't say nothing. I never texted him and told him what happened. I waited for him to call me. Randy, you know somebody could have used that PS5. You ain't have to mess it up. You could have just took it. Yeah. I know. I ain't think, but uh, you know, at that moment, I was so impulsive. And the only thing, like, I wanted to fuck something up. I'm just playing with you. Fine. I'm kidding. You're not going to re gift And I didn't want to fuck nothing up in these people's hotel room either, because I'm still thinking, like, he got an image, I got an image. I'm still trying to protect us at the same time. Ain't that some shit? (laughs) <laughs> Everybody knows this was your boyfriend, though, for quite some time. So you think that she really didn't know about you? Um, I mean, whether she did or she didn't, that she not obligated to, you right. know, not fuck with him because he my nigga. So right. was she cute at least? Whether she, she like she ain't me. <laughs> I would See, say, yeah, listen, I'm me. not. I she was. I'm. She's a cute. She's a cute. She was a cute girl. Like she just looked like a young girl. Like she was a cute girl. You like, that she's very mature. She, I right, love that. that is very yeah, mature. Tell she done things in the past and she's thinking about her career now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, listen, me and this nigga done been through the worst of the worst. When I say any situation you could possibly think about being in, we done been through that and 
Um, you know, I'm tired. If that's, I don't think I'm mature no more. I think I'm just tired. You gonna take him back? Are you gonna take him back? Um. Damn. Uh, my thing be all right. So listen, we just start like we just started back trying to work on shit again because I went and I tried to like date other people and like lead a situation along, but they on the same type of time. So my thing was, you know, I'd rather be with somebody I really give a fuck about and put up with the shit and see what's gonna change over here versus going through this with a whole new person. I'm trying to get to know you and dealing with it like these niggas ain't shit. So y'all still together basically. <laughs> no, we no, we single, but we together. It's toxic. <laughs> there you go. She said it's toxic. Now, Gigi, you could perhaps shed some light on this because Gigi didn't um, do this. I didn't do the revolving door of a relationship, and I finally got out of it. And I mean, I had those same sentiments. I felt like why well, put up with the next nigga bullshit when I can put up with this nigga bullshit, and I'm already accustomed to this bullshit and know what's gonna come along with it. Right. So I gotta start something new with somebody else, and it's gonna be the same bullshit. I might as well know what I'm dealing with and what come along with it on the on the pros and the cons. So, you know, I went back time after time after time again. Um, I eventually ended up leaving and, you know, we no longer speak, so we aren't together. But um, I, I feel where you're coming from with the whole, like, you know, I'd rather just deal with the bullshit that I'm used to. You put in, I, like, 10 years, Gigi. That's a long time. I was with the same person for 10 years. But I also think that has something to do with like just being a part of the industry. Like whether I used to dance too, like whether you dancing, you rapping, you know, you modeling, being a part of this industry, like you don't really have the leisure to date around, you know what I'm saying? Like and and go through trial and error because soon as they see you with somebody, they're gonna assume you fucking, even if y'all not fucking. So you get seen with so many different people and then your name is kind of like fucked up because people just assuming. So it's like, you know, it's a blessing and a curse to be doing what we're doing, but as far as a date in life, it's like it, it kind of puts a strain on it. But do you care? Like, do you really care if people think that you fuck? You know, because it is. I'm uh, not because they gonna they gonna say I'm fucking anyway. I done heard stories that I don't fuck so many niggas. I ain't even seen some of these niggas, but they done had my pussy and I ain't even know about it. So hey, I don't. I care. did a whole list of guys that I slept with, and they put some women on there too, and Ooh, some nice. of them. Some of them, I didn't even know who they were. Never met them before in my life. I was like, oh, I gotta find this list. I had to just not care. Like, I was just like, fuck it. No, it'd be funny hearing them stories, like whole stories about yourself. And you'd be like, damn, who made this up? Because I kind of want to talk to them and hear what else happened because this shit felt good. But it ain't fucking happened. Right. Like, I want to meet these people that I supposedly... Yeah. I want to see that list. <laughs> now, let's talk about... <laughs> So when he did call you, what was that conversation like? That's some typical nigga shit. My, he's younger than me too. So, you know, he his maturity level is not where mine is. Uh, but you're young. I, I have my kids. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm 29. Yeah. I'm 29, but I had my son when I was 16. I had my daughter when I was 18. So like half my life I was a kid. The other half of my life I've been a mom first. So right. I feel like my maturity level is just even different from girls my age, even, you know, with kids, because mine's just a little older, you know, so I I try to look at everything, you know, all the way across the board and take those things into consideration. He's younger than me. He called, he like, um, did you take my Louis Vuitton bag? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> oh, have you seen my debit card? I'm like, no, nah, I ain't seen your debit card. And we got off the phone. Cause at this point I ain't, but we don't gotta address nothing. You don't want to address, nigga. You know what the fuck you did. So when it's up, just know why it's up. Mhm. Mm 
And then, but like you said, it's been off and on. So, and you said it's a toxic relationship, but is this the person yeah. you see yourself with, like married? Uh, if I had to pick right now from, <laughs> yeah, if I had to pick right now, you know, from the, you know, the people in my pond right now, yeah. Do your kids <laughs> like him? Yeah, my kids love him. That's hard. It's just toxic with the with the adult shit. Like we we live together. Like it's just toxic with the adult shit. Mm-hmm. But I don't involve my kids in that. We don't display none of that to you know the kids. Now, does he ask you questions also about if there's rumors of you dating people? Or does he ever come to you like, man, what? <laughs> this man questioned me about everything, like every little thing you could think of, and I I know it's his conscience. Yep, that's what I was gonna say. Of course, he's gonna ask you because he out doing his own dirt. So any little thing yeah, it's his you about, he gonna bring it right to you. That's like it's mean. literally his conscience. His conscience eats him up about every little thing, and I know it probably is like intimidating being with me with the attention and stuff I get, and you know being around rappers and you know you're a ball player, so y'all looking at rappers like they get looked at in, as individuals. Y'all get looked at as an entity unless you're a franchise player. I get looked at as an individual. So when we out, some people know you, some people don't. But when people know me, they know exactly who I am. Um, and I feel like that play a lot into it, too. I feel like that play a lot into why you cheat. Mm. Right. His, interesting. his own ego. Mm-hmm. Insecurities. And especially yeah. when you signed, right? Because you signed to, um, what is it, Wolfpack? That's part of QC? Wolfpack. Yeah. yeah. So how did he feel when that happened? Because that's intimidating to be around those guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, believe it or not, when we when I saw him, we wasn't together. Like we was on our little off shit. Like he was out doing his thing, and I was really just focused on myself. He still takes me and told me congratulations or whatever. But I mean, I know he was happy because I was leaving the club. Like I was right. stripping when we met, so I was leaving the club. So I'm, I know he was happy about that. But at the end of the day, the rap game just like the strip club. <laughs> how did you How did you meet him? <laughs> Okay, so he went to he was going to college playing college at ball at um USC and we both from Columbia, but we had like mutual friends or whatever. And being that he younger than me, like some of the promoters who I they would book me to come like dance and stuff. And I was like, you know, the popping stripper in our state or whatever. And he was just asking about me, like he was checking for me or whatever. And I he came in one night and we just chopped it up and that was it. I was bored for real. I was like getting out of a relationship. I had been single for like a year and I was just trying to like I I went into it like fun like this gonna be fun this little boy I ain't gonna take this little boy serious because he's younger than me and I'm used to dating older guys I'm like I ain't gonna take this little boy serious like it's gonna be fun or whatever but we just clicked like we we real cool mm-hmm was so did you want to leave the like were you did you enjoy dancing in the club was that something that because I know that's something that like it could be I'm doing this to get some money or you could be like this is actually fun how was it for you um, I went into it doing it just to like provide more for my kids because when I started dancing, I had two jobs. Like I was working for a military financing company and I was working at like the trap clothing store, like, you know, where all the drug dealers and stuff go to. Excuse me. And um, I'm like, you know, I'm making money, but I ain't I ain't able to give my kids the extra. Like I'm I'm able to pay the bills, I'm able to do the necessities, but I wanna I want my kids to live like and my baby daddy was in prison so this whole time i've been raising my kids by myself i see the girls like i started working the door first that's mm-hmm. how you get in there i start working the door first then i start bartending i'm like man i'm watching the girls dance i'm like these bitches ain't doing shit 
These bitches ain't cute. Like, <laughs> is this all the fuck they doing and they leaving with bags? Oh, nah, sign me up. The crazy part is my first week dancing, I didn't make no money. What? I did not make a dollar. I was in the hole. Wait, like, the city where you dancing I, my first time dancing, I went to Orangeburg, South Carolina. Oh, uh, okay. I, but I'm from South Carolina, so you know I wasn't gonna go to like no big crazy city because I was still nervous. Like I was really jumping out there, like winging the fuck out that shit. <laughs> so um, I ain't had no real dance shoes. I went and bought some damn lingerie and had on some little regular thigh high boots. What you wear to the club? I'm looking real baby girlish. Like, did you know that? Like. I I'm a real baby girl and I don't went and bought this big long synthetic wig trying to cover up who I am and everything bitch not even thinking girl you got tattoos they know who you are like right. people already know you you know what I'm saying it wasn't like I was a nobody going to dance people already know you now I'll be looking at some of that shit like who the fuck let me think this was right <laughs> but I went in there for the money and I got tired of it I'm like you know what I'm finna leave he's like if you leave like that's cool but I ain't got nothing for you you can't take, you ain't got shit to leave with. Right. I came back home and had to go, I had to swallow my pride and go back to the club. Like everybody know that's embarrassing to leave the club, be with a nigga who up, be put up, got this, got that, and have to come back because, you know, that was all that nigga shit. I was like, when I come back this time, I'm making, I'm making the most out of it. Like if I'm going to be dancing and people going to be talking about me, I'm going to make sure they saying, but she the baddest bitch in that motherfucker. She getting that motherfucking bag in there. <laughs> ain't, she ain't playing. And that's what I did. I went there. I turned that bitch all the way up. <laughs> <laughs> and so you started rapping while you was at the club too. No, the crazy part is I had tried, like I was pursuing music before I started dancing. Like, it was just something I always had an opportunity. I like I had been presented opportunities to do, and I fucked with it. Like I wrote in for my school newspaper, all through school journalism was like my shit. I love writing poetry, so like I was into that shit. Um, but it just was not the right times. Every the first two times that I had the opportunity, it wasn't right. One, my kids was too young. The next, my money wasn't right. This time came around, I went looking for it, and. I just happened to know, you know, like in the club, you form business relationships with all the rappers, all the people, right. you know, who you need to know because the strip club is rap culture. Yep. So I knew these people, but I never told them like, oh, I know how to rap. I, I ain't pushed that on there because I'm thinking about making some money. Fuck all that. Um, but I wanted a career. Like I wanted my son's job shadowing. They had came up and this is what really made me like, nah, but you got to find something else to do. Cause I asked them, I said, what, you know, what did you tell them at school that I do? Cause I ain't take you to no job to shadow shit. I'm like, well, you just stay home that day. I'm like, what did you go tell them, you know, that I do? He was like, shit, I ain't telling them. I ain't telling them you did nothing. I said, you stay home. That's your job. You stay home with us. I'm like, man, that's for my child to know what I'm doing and be protecting me. Mm -hmm. Because he ain't even telling me he know what I'm doing. I didn't find out my kids knew I was stripping until I stopped. So mm -hmm. he's not even telling me at the time he really do know what I'm doing. But for my child to, you know, have to go make up shit and, and not have nothing to talk about with their mama that they could be proud of. I'm like, I need a career, bro. I'm making all the money in the world, but I ain't got shit to talk about. I can't show shit for it besides like some bags. Some, you know what I'm saying? Like I wasn't filing no taxes. I wasn't handling it right on that. end. Right. And what about what did he say about his dad? Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, because that's too that, that 
that dad probably been home from prison maybe three years, maybe. Like, he had been home from prison long. He got locked up when my son was one, and I was, like, three months away from having our daughter. They both got the same dad. So they don't really have a, you know, they, at that time, they really didn't have no relationship with him. They was just meeting him. You know, they was trying to find something. So I don't really think they even think about right. or thought about him at the time. I saw an old tweet, um, I think from last year, you were talking about, I, I guess you were saying whether or not you were comfortable letting your kids see their dad when he was locked up. Yeah, see, I, I didn't let my kids go to prison and um, see their dad. When I, like, I got a little boy and I don't want him to feel like being in and out of a jail is normal. Like he a little black boy, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I don't want you to feel like this is normal. I don't want to normalize that for you. And I feel like by bringing you to see him, and it could have been selfish on my part, you know, and if he felt like it was selfish, I do apologize to him for that. But I feel like I did what I had to do to protect my kids. You never met your daughter. Why would you want the first time you meet her or her first memories of you to be in a jail? This is a, listen, girl, you done did a lot already. She done lived. 29 years old. <laughs> you done live, girl. <laughs> it's nice that your kids are so grown, too. I always feel like it's kind of dope to have done all that already you know what i'm saying like she's like she grown she grew, grew with her kids too <laughs> yeah we definitely we still growing for real i'm not even gonna lie to y'all like girls who i know i wasn't the only girl in high school pregnant i wasn't the only girl you know who ain't listen to their mom i have my girl at 17 and it's like yeah. right now we, we are at the point where she's grown and i'm still young enough that we enjoy a lot of the same things we were just in the club together like a month ago <laughs> like drunk o'clock in the morning and she's 24 i'm 41 so yeah, it was like, see. I had her at 17, we was we grew up together, you know, we very, very close, and it's like, at this point, I have friends that are my age, they got little-ass kids, and they can't do shit because they got little-ass kids, and I'm like, well, bitch. Mine grown. <laughs> my because mine grown. Mine yeah, so grown. It, for me, it was hard back then, but I, I, looking back at it, I would rather go through what I went through then to have the life that I have now versus being in the shoes of my friends that are older with younger kids. But to each his own. No, I definitely agree with you. And then, you know, other girls had kids young like us, but they call their grandmama's mama and they call their mamas by their first name. And I like I really raised my kids. Like I really you in here in the bathroom right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like I I I really like my mama ain't make that baby, so my mama ain't needed to raise no more babies. Like I was grown when I laid down and I was grown and I took care of them and I figured it out. And like I, me and my kids have open discussions about everything. They know I'm mama, but anything we we gonna talk about it all. Ain't nobody gonna give you no information or talk to you about something that I'ma tell you right first. I ain't, you ain't never gotta be scared to come talk to me about nothing. So we talk about what I did. We talk about their daddy being in prison, and we learning with each other. I see. I really sit and ask my kids like, do it bother you when I do this right here? I'm trying to like I'm trying to see something. Like we really talk. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah, that's amazing. I love it. And you did everything you did for your kids. And they probably so happy to see you as a rapper. Yeah, do they do you let them listen to your music? Yeah. They my they listen to everything because I, know I don't believe in I believe in filtering no music, no TV, no nothing, because at the end of the day, they're they gonna see it somewhere. Like yep. the cartoons is about the same as the music now. So yep. they gonna see it somewhere. And it ain't no music or no television or no YouTube parenting my kids. I parent my kids. They just, you know, consume that. It ain't leading they, it's not teaching them anything in no type of way. Right. 
they be listening to hands on your knees. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. they, they, my, they know all the words, too. They know all the words. I catch them slip up. I catch them slip up. They would have said a cuss word or something. I'm like, yeah, I heard you. <laughs> but I, can hear I heard that now. <laughs> So let's talk about just everything that's been happening for you because you did put out um, during the pandemic. You've been putting out music, and so and you've been having time to sit at be at home and you know be with your kids probably more than ever before since yeah. you don't have to travel right now too much. So talk about deciding to put out some music during this pandemic. Well, I was I actually was getting ready to put out Real Bitch Radio, and it was supposed to be my album, which we get ready to put it out now. But um, the rollout, I wanted the, I, w- I had more creative say so with this one. So I wanted the rollout to really be intimate and personal. I wanted to really connect with my fans because everybody putting out a lot of content now, but they're not really touching the people no more. They're not really making their fans feel included. And I wanted to do that. I want to do pop-up shops. I want to do private listening parties just with my fans, you know, shit like that. So when we couldn't do that because quarantine started, I was like, nah, like, let's hold off on that. But I still want to give them something. Like, mm-hmm. I it's almost been a year since I put something out. I only put Big Rini out. I got signed with no original content out. I just got signed off Jack and Beats. So I put Big Rini out. I went, it took a whole year to try and figure myself out, figure my sound out, figure out what it meant to be an artist. But I'm like, nah, they need something. Like, right now, I got to give them something. So I pulled a couple songs off Real Bitch Radio, put them on the quick tape, took that fucking picture. That picture was really a gas station picture that I just had in my camera roll. Like, shit, we finna use this. And we gonna call this motherfucker quick tape. Like, I had to be really resourceful with no resources. So that's how it came about. And I'm glad I did it because I feel like it sparked the conversation. I had kind of, like, died down. I wasn't staying in the conversation. I wasn't giving people nothing to talk about. So it, it sparked the conversation back up. And now people looking for shit and they ready, you know, for me to drop shit and they consuming the stuff that I am putting out because I got them ready for it. Right. Now, before you signed with Wolfpack, were there other people trying to sign you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I actually went out to L.A. and recorded with Kanye um, for good music. He wasn't actually there. He was supposed to be there. But then it was like Valentine's Day and him and Kim did something. And I really was thinking about going that way. Um, but what made me take into consideration, like, not doing it was because I felt like I needed somebody who knew how to transition me from where I was coming from. Mm-hmm. I, I needed people who like really knew like the streets. I was coming from the trap. I yeah. really need you to understand. I'm not coming in here polished. I'm not right. coming in here knowing what the fuck to do. I want to shake my ass. I want to pop my pussy. I want to talk about getting money. I want to be me. And I didn't want to go nowhere where it was going to be like, oh, you got to be this way or we need you to do this. I didn't want to change myself. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I'm glad you did what you did then. <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad I did what I did, too. It's been a long process, like a lot of trial and error, but, you know, I'm, ultimately, I'm glad with where it's going now. Yeah, I think that makes more sense anyway. I see you on songs with City Girls and Lil Yachty, and I think I could see just that lane is more your lane than being on, I don't even think good music, does it still exist? I don't know. I mean, yeah. you just seen, you know, Sienna Taylor. <laughs> that was another thing, too. I'm like, y'all got Sienna Taylor over here. Y'all got, you know, good artists on y'all roster. Y'all ain't, they ain't really being handled the best way. Like, yeah. all of, I want to do that. I'm not trying to be show. And with going to Wolfpack, like, baby, you know, he on, he QC and Wolfpack. So I was the first, like, sole artist, just Wolfpack. So I knew, like, I was going to be priority. I right. wasn't going to be shelved. I wasn't going to be, oh, we got to fit you in between here. 
I, like, and that's what really like had me. Yeah, we're gonna grow together. Yeah, yeah, and you are so able to stay true to yourself, which is what really matters because you're able to put out the best product and the best music and give what you know you feel with the people right that when right. you have control that creative control over your over your music so no i ain't gonna lie the first project yeah. i ain't really i ain't really had that much control but i ain't know no better then either that's why <laughs> when the second one came around i was like hold up we doing it this way we done tried it y'all way we doing it this way i picked the name for it like that's why i said my first project was kind of big Rini. i've been doing this big shit but you know I really have no say so in like the shit that mattered. I didn't know it mattered then. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know, shit, I just go record the music. I say what bitch I like, hear the name, hear the title, and that was really it. And right. then I saw how it came out, and I'm like, nah, it didn't make sense. Like nothing about it made sense. It was just like, oh, she put a project out. This time we're gonna do it right. Every time after this, we're gonna do something that makes sense. Right. Well, good. Now I want to get back to talking about. You're on again, off again, man. So <laughs> in relationships for a long time, right? Because the dick is good. You think that's part of the reason why you stayed in, you're staying in this relationship? Um, shit, I tell him everything you know. But I think with me, it ain't just about being good. It's because... I will keep fucking on you until I find somebody that I really want to fuck with. Like, I'm going to take serious. Because mm-hmm. I ain't going to just be fucking, you know what I'm saying? I keep fucking on my old nigga and be dating a new nigga, trying to see if this the nigga I want to fuck with. And that be the problem. Because, you know, that sex be having you talking yourself back into some shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that be a lot of the problem. But I just don't be like, I ain't finna catch no new body and this nigga don't even work out. I can stay <laughs> over here. Hey, you don't like to be alone. You don't like to be alone. Yeah, I don't. I I do not. I do not. I'm like a serial. Like, I need love. What's the longest you've been by yourself? Single? Probably a year. Okay. That's not bad. That's a long time. I feel like a year. But it don't be me either, though. The niggas be getting with me, and they just want to, like, stay around. They just never want to leave me. I I don't know what it is. It's like, it's just having bell in me. My mama say I started cooking and cleaning too much. I was going to say, you probably have a lot of maternal instincts when it comes to relationships, too. You know, having raised yeah, that, kids, and then sometimes being with a man is like raising a kid. Yeah, and she could cook. <laughs> yeah. Now, my best friend, she be on me all the time like that. She say, you always want to get around niggas and start cooking. Wonder why he don't want to go nowhere. <laughs> I love to cook shit. I'm going to keep you fed, baby. <laughs> Now, when you say you taught him everything he knows, was he not good at first? Because now oh, this- no, he was good. Okay, but you taught him more. He just young. He just was young. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know what, you know, in college, y'all just fucking. Like, I ain't go to college, you know what I'm saying? But I know, like, when me and my baby daddy was fucking around, we was just fucking. We was right. kids. We didn't know what we was doing. We just. Right. You wasn't trying it. to please each other necessarily. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, like, you know, the first time we had sex, I was you know, he gave me a little head. I'm like, oh, you know what he's doing a little bit? Okay. Nope. Yeah. You know, okay. he had a little yeah. stroke on him. I was like, cool, I can fuck with this. Like, I bet. So, like, the more we started doing it, like, I just started teaching him, like, the shit that I like. Because I'm into, like, I like all that freaky shit. Like, spit in my mouth, choke me, like, snatch me up. I want all that. All that. I just yeah. see a picture on your page of you getting choked. And you're, you that mean, ain't me. That ain't me. Okay. I said it's it wasn't a, her. It's a photo dump. 
It's a photo dump. You know, I like to do the little photo dumps. I've been doing it for a long time. You know, I, I'm just I like yeah, it. Ready. It just made me think, uh, in your head. That's, that's what you. she into. Yeah. It should have been me. Right. It, it, it should have been me. It was an expression of you, even though it wasn't you in the picture. Yeah, it sh- I wish it was me in the picture. <laughs> you ever had picture was sexy as fuck. You ever had marks on yourself after sex? Because yeah. it got rough. Yeah, she, she's as pale as the rest of us, of course. Yeah, I'm yellow as fuck. I look, I got big fucking bruise over here right now. I, I bruise so easy. So yes, don't be a yes. Don't be. Yeah, the answer is. I can't believe it. I cannot get into somebody spitting in my mouth. It just can't. I can't do it. Yeah, I can't. It's not my ministry. It ain't for me. No, I'm with all that shit. I don't want no hawk <laughs> spit in my mouth. No, I don't want. Yeah, no- it gotta be like sexy and like yeah it's like and i every nigga ain't a spit in my mouth now i that's just i don't just go collecting spit (laughs) (laughs) i don't just go doing that but i do like it like me and him got like a little we got our own little vibe when it comes to like what we be having going on it works for them what about a golden what about a golden shower no it's gone too far i don't know some people are into the shower from from spit to pit People no, do that I'm in the shower. Cool. I'm childish because I don't even catch. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm childish. I'm not catching on that. No. Uh, what do you What are you doing? Uh, I'm not catching. What are you doing? Honestly, I've been fucking the same nigga for five years. I never see the nothing no more. Oh, okay. There you go. Gotcha. But you don't ever want to, um, guys, I feel like guys like to see their come sometimes. Like, we like to see it come out. I like that. They money in a strip club, they like to see that is, baby. They want to see it. They want to see it on you. They want to know it went down your throat, you know. Now, see, I'm with that. I like to watch you nut on me sometimes, but, like, especially if we're doing it from the back, I want to turn around and watch you nut on my ass or whatever, shoot it down my spine like that. I'm into all of that. I'm not, I'm not catching it in my mouth, though. Damn, not even no. for his birthday? <laughs> she she really feels strongly about this. Look at her look on her face. I'm confused about how he could spit in your mouth, but, but he you can't nut yeah. in your mouth. Come That's on, crazy. Now. That's Come on. totally different. It's just like spit. Different. I'll take nut before I take spit. Uh-huh. Me too. <clears throat> no, you should try mm-hmm. it. <laughs> She really I'm a kisser it. though. I'm a kisser. I like to kiss. Like if we tongue kissing, you let's spit. Like we swap right. spit. Still so I mean that nut shit though is just um I don't know. We we had a discussion about it before, and he was like, I don't like I don't be moving when you squirting in my mouth. Like shit, that's different. You better not move. Like <laughs> that's different. The textures are two completely different things. Like, but isn't it, okay? So you can squirt. Isn't that a lot more than? Come like when the, I've never squared it. So I haven't I mean, either. I haven't. I've never uh, squared it. It's it's a whole lot more. It's a lot. It's it's kind of like a golden shower if you think about it. And he catches uh, that in his mouth. Multiple people. Is it pee or not? And no, he don't catch it in his mouth. No, I was just don't. saying hypothetically, Uh-oh. if I was to do it, you better not move. You'll drown. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sounds like I it. can't even take head that long though, y'all. I'd be ready to fuck. Like I, I can't take no head that whole time. You, I need some penetration. Mm. So wait, what is? Are, would you be down to have another kid with him then? Since he's nothing all in you. Yeah, you would. Okay. She, yeah, she's like, yeah, I'm down for that. Yeah, because it's quarantine, like, and you know, people, everybody's getting pregnant right now. Let me ask you this: You're a mom. <laughs> How long do you wait before you let someone meet your kids when you're dating? Uh, I, 
I'm really protective of my kids. I think he and me, my kids, until we have been together for like 10 months. Okay. Like, yeah, I, and this is the only man, like you got, like my kids ain't even met their they daddy yet. So, you know, this is the only man who really have a relationship with my kids outside of my family or like my friends. Right. Um, I, I don't say that. I think, and that's another reason probably why we've been on and off for real, because again, my kids love him. So it's, it's hard to like take that away from my kids as well. And I never stand in a relationship if me and him ain't talking. Them kids ain't got nothing to do with it. Right. When you guys were off, did you date anybody else though? Like were there some other guys that you were um, thinking about getting serious? Just, I mean, this year is the only year that I dated other people while we was off. Um, any other time we was off, nah, a bitch was dumb. Like I was just, I ain't even gonna say I was dumb. I was just, you know, come, I was content. Like, I knew he he was living his life, having his fun. Like, you in the league, you young, you live your life, having your fun. I was more focused on my career. And I ain't really, I wasn't really impressed by shit that was going on out here neither. Coming from the strip club, like, it ain't nothing for, nothing for me to get excited about with these niggas. Right. So what happened with um, the guys you were, there was nobody that you were that interested in this year? Yeah, I, I dated, um, I, I had a little fling this summer, this year. And how was it? Yeah. <laughs> it was a plane. That's what he said. Did he make uh, it? Yeah, it was different. It was it was different. Um yeah, needless to say I ended up back home. So <laughs> back home. <laughs> Did you tell him about it? Um He about to know now. You know what was so crazy was I was single. <clears throat> but to him, I'm never single. That's like, how they always are. They just, yeah. That's no matter- not doing nothing. Uh-huh. And this was the first time for real though, like where we was off. Like usually I'm the one, like I leave and I really don't be doing shit, but I leave because you fucking off. Like, and you fucked off this time, but I left this time and I didn't have no intentions on coming back for real. So I started, you know, mingling and ended up fucking with somebody. And I never did that before because I ain't had no intentions on fucking with nobody. You know, I was just, I was cool. But this time I'm like, I'm sick of your shit, man. I, like this it, this is four years of this same bullshit, bro. This is it. I'm tired. So I'm finna go to fucking jail fucking with you. So, um, <laughs> you know, I try to move on and it was cool. It was cool. But I think once he saw like, oh, this bitch will really leave me for real. Like, cause I never did it before. Mm-hmm. He was like applying the pressure with like getting me back and, you know, just making changes and fixing shit. And I'm, I ain't telling him. I'm letting him think I'm so motherfucking happy over here. I, everything is just peaches and fucking cream. This nigga is treating me wonderful. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't doing that wrong to me, but I was just seeing the same nigga shit. Like I, but I ain't gonna let you know that because I ain't finna let you know, nigga. You need to keep, keep leveling your ass the fuck up because shit, I ain't coming back to the same shit. But this nigga over here doing the same shit you was doing. I could stay my ass in the house. Right. <laughs> and then two weeks ago now. So are y'all on good terms right now? Yeah, I mean that's my that's my nigga. Like we friends, we friends before anything. So even if you know, shit fucked up with us. I tell you, it's toxic. Like, we still gonna talk. Like, we still gonna... We could argue right now. We will probably be on Twitter taking all the subliminal shit to the next level and be on the phone <laughs> an hour later. So what happened... I think I'll be bored, though. I'll be bored. What happened? <laughs> I'll be bored. 
The girls in the room pop back up. He's still no, it's not been, it's not been situations like that. Shit, I had the same bitch popping up for two years. Ooh. It's not been situations like that, you know, but relationships. Yeah, they they were together. Yeah, it you, you know, niggas do niggas. I mean, shit. But with I this girl, you actually had to talk with her and now she knows that you exist. So yeah, we, we had plenty of talk. Tell, it was to it the was point where we were her because she ain't owe you nothing, but now she know. So aside from him still fucking with her, she continued to fuck with him after y'all had a woman to woman talk that you're his woman. Like what happens then? She'll get her head. I don't, I don't expect her not to talk to him after me and her have a woman to woman talk because still bitches don't owe me nothing. We gotta remember bitches out here ain't cut like you know, it ain't no code out here. It ain't no, it ain't no, I'ma respect that. You know what I'm saying? It ain't none of that no more. So I'm just expecting a bitch to be a bitch. Bitch gonna do whatever a bitch wanna do. She still don't owe me shit. I don't care if I told her that was my nigga. If the nigga got on the phone with her after I left and said, Oh, that's my ex, she crazy, whatever the case may be. Like, cause you know niggas are paying a picture. If she believes them. I can't be mad at her. Like she don't owe me shit. She don't owe me shit. But uh, when to when bitches start making the tables turn, you gotta wear them same shoes you put me in. I don't want to hear no bitching. <laughs> what are we gonna do, Renny? I want you to be in a real <laughs> non I want him to straighten up. I don't think I need I don't think I need it. I don't I think it's I think it's cool. Like I think like it's fun for both of us. We both know we love each other. Like it's entertaining, but we love each other. You know, it's it's it keep me busy. Honestly, it give me a lot of material, so. <laughs> it does, I'm sure. Oh, wait, so let's talk about this new album that's coming then, because. Listen, life lessons are <laughs> What is going to be on this? What is it, Real Bitch Radio? Real Bitch Radio. It's, it's like it's like the I'm Every Woman of rap music, like, yes, in an album. Like, because one thing about it, I don't. I'm very transparent. I don't hide nothing from nobody. I done got on here and told y'all this nigga just cheated on me two weeks ago. I done got on here and told y'all, you know, the sex bomb, whatever, because it's us. I'm very transparent. I'm a woman. I'm human. I'm emotional. I, I think I'm right all the time. Hell, I'm I'm wrong. All, you know, I, I go through everything. I done been up. I done been down. I done been kept by a nigga. I done kept a nigga. And that's what I'm gonna talk like this album is that it's everything. It ain't just the Chanel, this Gucci, that bitch, I gotta bag my pussy good. What it ain't just that. Of course I'm gonna talk about that because them facts. But you know, it's <laughs> I'm gonna talk about shit because it's real at the end of the day is what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know, I done I've done been broke before. Like I, I have looked at a Chanel bag and and wondered how much it cost and never knew because shit, I, I ain't looking, I can't afford it. I done drove the beat up Hondas and I done drove the biggest bins. It's like, I, you know, I, I just want to have something on there that resonate with every woman. You know, even with everything I got now, I just, I made the song solid, bitch. That was something I was really going through right then. And people look, mm -hmm. you know, from right. the outside and think like, Oh, she pretty, or you know, the niggas love her. They she can have anybody she wants and think that because of that I'm happy or I don't got problems. Nah, I want everybody to know I got problems. I got the highest of highs and the lowest of lows, just like everybody else. And I want every song you put on on there to be able to speak to somebody. That's a great summary. I cannot wait. Yeah. So we have a date yet, or we just know early 2021. What's the no, I, I, I'm looking before the end of January. Like I want to, I, I, I want to start first quarter out real strong, and I just want to set the tone. Like I want to set the tone. And I'm really ready to just show 
what I can do. I feel like I've I've introduced myself to the rap game. I've introduced myself as an artist, but when you don't know what you're doing and when you got a team who, you know, figuring shit out too, when you're going through shit in your personal life and you can't really focus on your craft, like all of that affects what you got going on. And that's why this project is going to be so fucking bomb because I've taken all of that and I've put it into that music. Like, yeah. I done miscarried. I done, you know, all of this while trying to figure out who the fuck I am and where the fuck I'm going. Right. And I want to tell that story. Like, even with... We talking about a nigga right here who I, clearly ain't shit, you know, but he got a good heart. He a good nigga. I want people that like, it's a, it's a, it's a woman out there who in the same situation yeah. with a nigga, you know what I'm saying? Millions of women out there. Very related. They don't understand why. And I kind of, I, I want y'all to understand why. I want y'all to know when, oh, she on Twitter talking shit about that nigga again. They going back and forth. I want y'all to understand why it's that deep. I want y'all to know, oh, she in the same boat like me. It's sentimental value. It's, it's time. It's, you know, when I'm talking about my money, bitch, yeah, I'm bragging about my motherfucking money because I, I done been broke before. I done been out here, I done lived in hotels before. I done had to figure out what the fuck me and my kids was gonna eat. You know, I done been with the richest of niggas who ain't shit, dick ain't shit, nigga. You know what I'm saying? I done, we done done all this. Let's talk about it. Right. That it's, just hurt somebody's feelings. If dick ain't shit, it, it, you know, it's too. Yeah. Is, are there gonna be any features? Man. Oh, yeah, it's, it's plenty of features. You gonna share some? I, you know, I got, I might have another one with Kevin on there. Okay. Might have some with little baby on there. You know, me and Key got a couple. I got a picture which one I want to put on there. Right now I'm working on like I want females on it, but you know, everybody be online kicking that oh girl power and we need to work together and it's unity and we need I'm, yeah, I'm happy for everybody. Right. That shit be on the internet. Bitches really don't be trying to work for real. But I'll be on some organic shit. I, I've reached out to everybody. I've supported everybody. So whoever organically want to work, then we'll have some female, you know, features and collabs on there. But if it don't happen like that shit, I ain't pressing no issue. I saw all the women going back and forth. I was hating watching that on social media the other day. Watching all Yeah, but that just really show you for real like that shit that everybody get on the internet and say ain't what they really own. Mm-hmm. And I ain't talking about nobody in that argument. I'm talking about females in general. Everybody get on the internet and say, oh, we, you know, we got to keep doing what we're doing. It's looking good for females in rap right now, whatever, whatever. Y'all not genuinely meaning that because if y'all was, these niggas, even when they got beef, they know how to put that shit to the side and go get the bag. Right. You know, they know, they know how to handle the business. They know, they know how to be smart when it comes to marketing, when it comes to tapping into each other's fan bases, when it comes to just hell. Let me see you do it because these niggas been doing it to us, you know, like we gotta, we really gotta stick together. It ain't a lot of us. Right. They let the emotions get in between of what the business should be taking care of. And not that, even that, they let the fan. They yeah, let that's the what it say, is. She say, mm-hmm. they let the he say, she say really control the narrative. Fans be making beef. And instead of bitches getting online and being, you know, real and straight to the point, they let the shit linger and carry on. And that's how beasts be getting started. If you see your fans sitting here and you up under another bitch page, you know, talking crazy about her and you know it ain't like that or you don't have no issue with it, why not say, why not tell your fans, hey, yo, shit, I'm cool. Me and her cool. We ain't got no issues. Dead it right there. Yeah. Yeah, bitches don't do that because bitches want to be talked about. Bitches like all that messy shit. Mm-hmm. And they're also that, you're right, because the fans do start that all the time. I notice that they'll be like, oh, she's subbing this person. Yeah. 
and it's a lot of speculation it, all the time. But I also yeah, feel yeah. like so, a lot of trauma, like a lot of these women have gone through a lot of stuff too. And I was, I was thinking about what everybody just been through when I was watching like all this beef going on, you know, Asian doll and young Miami. And I'm just thinking like they all just had some traumatic experiences, loss, loss. you know, happening yeah. in their lives too. And I think sometimes it just like those things also can fester up and Megan, like everybody just been through so much. Yeah. It's hard. And like, even for you, I'm sure there's a lot of stuff, like you said, that you've been through and then something might happen online and you just explode because it's triggering it be, sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes it just be other things too. I feel like. Yeah, no, that's definitely, I think they got a big part, you know, of it too, but if bitches was really on that unity and shit, bitches would know what other girls got going on. Cause y'all really be having these relationships, not just this Instagram shit. Y'all really know what's going on with each other. Right. Because mm -hmm. y'all y'all really would be tapping in. Y'all really would be, you know, extending one hand to each other, but bitches don't do that. I first hand, I know this firsthand. Bitches don't do that. Do you have anybody you consider a friend in this business? A woman like another artist that you're like, that's my friend for real though. Real life. Mm-mm. Damn. That's fair. She but I'm not mixy. Like I'm not mixy. I and, and that might be a downfall of mine. Like I don't I don't like to be on the scene. I don't be at all the parties. I don't be, you know, here because I know such and such gonna be here, whatever. Like I like to sit in the house and, and being a part of this industry, I know that's working against me. But the reasons for what we see on the internet, it's why I like to sit in the house. I like to stay the fuck out the way because bitch, I fight for real. <laughs> not, for, not, for, not for play play at all. <laughs> like, really yeah, like I'm not with it. I, but I, that's that mentality coming from where I'm from. Like, I'm about respect. I ain't going to disrespect you. Don't disrespect me. I ain't going to let nobody disrespect you and put my name on it and not say nothing about it. It's been plenty of times I like came and my fan base might not be as big as everybody else's, but when they start in that shit, nah, I ain't got no issue with her. We cool. Like, dead, that. that. That's what a real bitch going to do. Right. Well, listen, we got to make sure we show you some support on lip service. And when the world opens back up, are you going to be doing some shows sometime soon for the album and everything? Hell yeah. We doing all, everything. Everything. We might got to do like a lip service live or something. Mm -hmm, for sure. <laughs> I'm with that. That sounds fun. I'm with that. <laughs> and have a good time. But listen, you got some homework, okay? We need you to um, take some comment in the mouth. Yeah. yeah. We need some swallows going on. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Just one. Yeah, just one. You got to try one. I, I, Is it birthday coming you? up? I'm saying. No, his birthday passed. He's a Scorpio. That should tell y'all everything. Uh, my worst ever relationship was a Scorpio man ever in life. Yeah, oh, I should tell y'all everything y'all oh, need to know. I always say that Scorpio man, they're no, the biggest you. cheaters. No, thank you. I don't know. I might get real, real lit one night. Who knows? Because when when I'm lit, my white side come out. I'll be ready to try all kind of shit. <laughs> uh, uh, you know what you could do to get revenge if he do that to you again. Never mind. I ain't gonna say it. That's real foul. Right, you just do it to somebody else and tell them about it. Oh, and no, that shit ain't gonna work. <laughs> that shit ain't gonna work. Man. I'm that playing with you. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of trifling. She said, "Fuck the best friends." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let them know you got that yeah. sauce too. But I wouldn't do that though. I wouldn't do that. It's just I, a song, you know. <laughs> that be my alter ego talking. You know, she like to talk her shit. I like, I got a slick mouth. I like to punch a nigga in the gut. 
<laughs> that is something that we heard a guy's feelings. They hear that they like, damn it, you're not playing fair <laughs> at all. Y'all, yeah, even if I wouldn't do it, nigga, you stuck with that image in your head. Like, I bet not ever get out of line because this bitch said. <laughs> and if she going over there doing all that shit she do to me to him, I'ma kill this hoe. <laughs> well, Renny, thank you so much. We appreciate you. Keep us updated on when the album's coming out so we can make sure that we post support. And yes, we had a really good time with you today. So we gotta do a part two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I had so much fun talking to y'all. I'ma have more shit to talk about for real. My life is crazy. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, we we can wait for the next story. You know it's going to be another story. Right. <laughs> and look, I think I'm going to start doing story times on YouTube. Somebody you got to hear about this shit. Because you funny. <laughs> you know a good story. <laughs> yes. And you're so upfront and honest about it. That it just makes it so much better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm going like, to tell the truth. I, I can't cap with nobody. <laughs> I can't cap with nobody. I'm going to tell the truth. <laughs> well, thank you so much. And have a great holiday. Happy New Year. All that good shit.